want to welcome everybody to the world according to Ben Stein with America's humble servant, actor, writer, provocateur, saint, center, lover, father, grandfather, mathematician, statistician, economist, husband, former shoe salesman. But secondly, second most important thing to being a husband, you're, you need to turn your audio on. There you go. I loved being a shoe salesman. I yes, really you did. did it for you. Loved it so much. You did it for five days. Thank right. You, Al, thank you, Al Bundy. But most importantly, doc, second most importantly, Doctor Benjamin Jeremy Stein. I am proud of being a doctor. I'm proud. I do not accept any money for my work. But then again, I don't do any work. <laughs> and of course, to remind everybody that's just. Tuning in, by the way, if you just tune into the podcast because we do some recording first on Rumble, go to Rumble, subscribe to the channel, and we're joined tonight from 931 WIBC. Bam! He is the president of Conservative Talk Radio. He'll have Gary Collins and Judah Friedman on tomorrow between nine and noon like at some point. Let's all do that. Let's all do that. Uh, and, those guys. and Ben's waving, <clears throat> and uh, of course, Gary Collins from Civil Life. Now, I want to get <clears throat> right to it, Ben. The title. Get which- down to it. The title, which I think is quite brilliant since I came up with it, is uh, We Didn't Start the Fire, but Biden did ignite it, and the Ukrainians must fight it. And uh, cruel. And, and um, the reason I say that is because as we were in the car today, we've been discussing this. First of all, well, there are no I experts. think we should point out that we, where we were going in the car, we, we, didn't, we weren't just randomly driving around in circles. There'd be nothing wrong with that if we were, though. That's true. Well, I, I, this is a little bit wrong. But anyway, go, okay, go ahead. What, what? We were driving down <clears throat> to the desert, okay? We're driving down to the desert. And we were talking about the situation. And I brought it to Ben at the end of the car ride. And I said, in a, in, in a sense, put, this was Putin's goal all along. And I brought up to him the fact of Kabul. Kabul was a really huge thing the disastrous leaving of Kabul. It, it, it's when Biden's numbers fell by at least 10%. It's when other countries, I believe, stopped probably listening to us. Allies became enemies. Enemies are, 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 are in field for all of us anymore. And whether it was two years, Ben, or three years or five years, Putin, this was his eventual goal, but he, he, he sees them, he carpe diem, the situation. Right, but I still don't, and I think you're entirely right, but I still don't get what he gets out of it. I mean, at the end of the day, suppose he has control over Ukraine. I hope he doesn't. I hope the Ukraine people uh, have their own independence and are not uh, slaves of the Russian police state. Uh, but, and I, and I feel very sorry for them if that happens, and I hope, they happen to be an incredibly talented and beautiful people. If they are uh, enslaved by the Russians, I hope that as many as possible of them will leave and come to the United States of America and work uh, and do their productive work here. That's one. Second thing is, what does Mr. Putin get out of it at the end of the day? He has another uh, 40.8 million people to rule and will have problems and uh, nudging him, be nudging him for things. Uh, The country is still, Russia is not a rich country. They are rich in natural resources, but they are not a rich country by Western standards. What does he get out of it? I mean, maybe it makes his uh, male sexual organ feel bigger and and harder, that's possible. but uh, I see, I see Rob is not, not enthusiastically about that. But uh, there's a, uh, I, I just don't understand what, what he's doing this for. I mean, I, I just don't get it. Uh, he's not, um, he, he's already, I think, one of the richest men in the world. Russia has some of the most beautiful women in the world. Uh, what He already can have as many girls as he wants. He can have as many houses as he wants. As he wants. I don't get it. What what does he get out of it? And as I said the other night, all and I, I, I listen. Just because somebody's in a different party and I disagree with them often, as long as they're not uh, close to being a Nazi like Roger Waters, and we have disagreements, I still love Bruce Springsteen. And Bruce Springsteen has a line in his song: "All men want to be rich, rich men want to be king, and the king ain't satisfied, Rob, until he rules everything." And I just think that's his path. That's that's his. 
Okay, but I, I, so you think that there is a psychological uh, plus makes people happier if they are ruling instead of, say, 165 million people, if they're ruling 205 million people. I think, I think if you would have asked Stalin if he would have wanted to hold the record for, for the amount of people he killed, I think Stalin would have firmly said, I want to go down in history as the biggest mass murderer of all time. And uh, what about Mao Zedong? Same thing. Uh, same thing. I, I, you know, and, and, and to quote the great wifey, I do believe some things are genetic. And I do yes. believe... Yes, well, I, the wifey I, is never wrong. And wifey is a firm believer that anti-Semitism anti is genetic. Um, and and I wifey do, is never wrong. And so, Rob, you, um, have, you have, God knows, centuries and centuries of Russians believing this. So, Well, two things. In that same song, the very famous Bruce Springsteen once said, for the ones who had a notion, a notion deep inside, it ain't no sin no to sin. be glad... To be glad oh, you're, alive. you're alive. Yeah. Uh, is Look, we can you don't have to be have to be ruler of a very large country to be glad you're alive. Here's you. the question, though: Have we considered the fact that maybe Putin saw several modest, reasonably priced homes in Ukraine <laughs> and took the Ben Stein approach, and it's a real estate move? Have we considered that? I think what I see. I I am a great connoisseur of female beauty. I happen to be married to uh, one of the most beautiful women that's ever been in all history of mankind. And uh, so I, uh, so I, I can understand why he would want to have uh, many more Ukrainian women. Ukrainians are the most beautiful women, certainly in Europe, but with all due respect, uh, is that you really get a measurable boost from being a ruler of, of these women. I, I don't know. You Any see, here's the thing, Ben. It's very hard to understand the psyche of something you're not. Right. It's, very it, true. It, it, it's very like, true. it's like you're asking us to understand the guy, John Wayne Gacy, or you're asking us to understand Big Ed Kemper. As much as we Don't could look, bad about Big Ed. I, and as much as Gary, as we could try to, we, we can't get into these people's minds, but I want to give you an interesting point, Gary. And it's this. Obama had the red line that was crossed, right? And we did nothing. Biden created a red line. Yeah. He basically challenged this crazy drunken bully to say they are, because our intelligence is always so good, he said to them, we're going to, they're going to invade on this day when there was no other country's report. He challenged Putin to do this, Gary. Well, people forget in 2014, we had that Crimea thing go down to that just happened to be Crimea, uh, Crimea, 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 whatever. Um, it's that, however you want to say it at this point. Tomato, tomato. Um, but that's what happened, though. You have to remember that happened under the Obama administration. And guess who was vice president? So are we really who was, vice, who was vice president under Obama? Yeah, this Biden. I'm kidding. Guy. I know. And you said you were married to the most beautiful woman in the world. I did not know you're married to AOC. <laughs> uh, she'll tell you but you're right it, and that's what we have is we have incompetent leaders and i've had many that's a, that's a good one I, I like I, that. i've been saving that one uh but with understanding a sociopath i've had numerous discussions with psychologists over the years and i don't get them i don't understand because i worked with them in the government i actually had to, a criminal investigator i dealt with them all the time you can't get into their mind because we're normal, adapted people who believe in humanity. They do not. So trying to get into Putin's head is impossible. All you can boil it down to it is unbridled power, and he will not stop. That's the only way you can. Well, look at he's going to have to stop because he doesn't live forever. I mean, there is no such thing except for uh, people who are saints or Jesus uh, or people who live forever. So he's going to have to stop at some point. So what, what in the meantime, what's he getting by going on like this? Now, I know I've seen newsreels. I've read diaries of people who are around Adolf Hitler. And he was definitely very, very happy when he was conquering countries and uh, going forward with it. But once he was challenged and once he was stopped at all, he was really miserably unhappy. So is, isn't that inevitably what's going to happen? 
to Mr. Putin. I mean, it, it's impossible, I think, given the history of the world would tell us it is impossible he will not at some point be stopped. And then he's going to be pretty unhappy. But, but let's back up and say, and ask this question, which, which is what uh, my little merry band of pranksters were, were, talking, were talking about on our way down to the desert. And that is, what do we do? What does the United States of America do in this situation? Uh, we're confronted now with a very, very uh, aggressive, uh, lawless, uh, dictatorial, brutal regime, brutalitarian, as Mr. McCarthy used to call them. Uh, what do we do about it? Well, uh, I, think, I think one thing is we arm, we rearm in a serious way. We, we're, we're, we have let our armaments slip. Uh, we do not, we want to be the most well-armed country in the world. Judah, very, very intelligently in the car down, down, down said, uh, no, it doesn't matter if we're well-armed unless we have the guts to use them and we don't have the guts to use them. Agreed at this point, but at some point we might very well have a leader who does have the guts to use them. And just the fact of having them might uh, make us think about using them. And if I may say this, I don't want to go to war over Ukraine. I'm out here in Rancho Mirage, California. I'm very, very happy being here. Really, really happy. I love it a lot. Me too. But <laughs> God bless it. But uh, in, at some point, it's not going to hurt us to have lots and lots of fifth or sixth generation jet fighters. We want to have an armed force second to none in the world. We should have it. Let's start building on building that instead of throwing the money out on things like broadband internet in, in inner city where the kids just uh, use it to, to buy and sell drugs anyway. But here's the problem, Ben. Uh, every time we create a great technology, Biden People in Congress, Dianne Feinstein, uh, Mitch McConnell, they all sell our secrets to China. It's documented. They've done it over and over and over again. I don't doubt it at all. But we, can, so, we just have to keep creating newer and newer and better ones. And we had, at some point, by the way, that reminds me of the next thing. I don't think there's a case in history where there have been two big, big land powers right next to each other where one of them didn't start, start disliking the other. And if I were the Russians, I would start thinking down the road about the, the point at which the Chinese say, you know, you, you guys over there in Red Square and in, in, in Moscow have gone far enough. We, we'd like some of that loot for ourselves. And at that point, there's going to be a big problem for Mr. Putin or ever his successors are. Well, and history repeats itself, right? We, uh, Russia was an ally of ours to fight Germany in the World War II. And it, as soon as World War II was over, Cold War, we are enemies. Right, right, away. right. Well said, both of you. My question to Rob is, since Rob is the one that's on the ground more than we are because he has callers calling in, and what are you, are, is this an important issue to the people in Indiana? Are they calling you up about Russia or are they calling you about your you know, demented senator and governor? I'm, Todd Young. Stealing, I'm stealing that the Todd Young and Eric Holcomb are uh, demented senators and governors. I love that so much. Um, that's why I'm here. I'm here for the I'm here for the name calling. Um, and Gary and I talked about this because I interviewed Gary for tomorrow's show. And I'm going to interview you. One of the things I've really struggled with is because look, good radio is entertaining in addition to being informative. And I've talked about this with my bosses, too, at least up until now. Now, once you get more military involvement, certainly if there's U.S. military involvement, I'm not sure how focused anyone is on this until it directly impacts them. And so I've struggled with this. Obviously, it's a, it's a huge world event on, on some scale right now. But until it starts directly impacting people and it's complex and it's countries, you know, how much does the average person know about the Ukraine or, or even Russia, for that matter? I'm, I've struggled with how to make this something that people would want to stay focused on. I, you know, Ben, he brings believe up a me, really good me, point. Putin's going to stay focused on it. And, and, and Mr. Zelensky, however his name is pronounced. Zelensky, thank you very much. Auto parts he's king. He's going to stay, stay focused on it. Uh, people are going to stay focused on it. Somebody's going to stay focused on it. Uh, I, I want to go back to the beginning. What good does it do? Mr. Putin, you're never going to get the answer you want, no matter how many times you ask the question, you're you can't it, it, it's it's asking somebody 
why did they steal? Why, why, it's asking somebody that doesn't need money why they stole from a store. It's asking. That's right. And, but that, that's a good question. And you're why, never going to get you're never going to get into the psychosis of somebody like Putin. I mean, we could go back to his childhood, being part of the KGB, seeing old Russia, having that instilled in him. I, there's it's like saying after after Nazi Germany, why were there so still so many um, sycophants that uh, took in, you know, it was over. People still thought they were winning. What, what you, you can't get into that. Well, I'm afraid we have to because no, no. otherwise that's. The only it offers us some slight hope of perhaps preventing the next one, if there is going to be any hope of preventing the next one. Now, what I keep thinking in that regard is how far are we really from using nuclear weapons? I was thinking uh, about that. I mean, today. We, we uh, let's say, OK, so let's say Mr. Mr. Putin has made an absolutely outrageous demand, absolutely outrageous, probably the most outrageous demand we have had by maybe ever in history. He has asked that, excuse me, that uh, Ukraine be demilitarized, therefore it would become a, a impotent, castrated partner and slave of uh, Russia. He has demanded that NATO not be allowed to expand any further and that their bases and uh, missiles not be allowed to be stationed anywhere except where Russia agrees. That makes NATO a slave to Russia too. So he has basically asked if, if we would mind much if he took over the world. Well, the answer is yes, you motherfucker. Of course we mind a lot and we're not gonna permit it. And, and, and if you keep pushing, you're going to turn Moscow into a big, huge glass parking lot. And now Mr. Nixon, had the cojones to do that. He did that to Russia in 1973 during the Yom Kippur War, and it worked magnificently. Does Mr. Biden have the cojones to, cojones to do that? I very much doubt it. I don't want it to happen. But we're Mr. Putin, I think, at some point is pushing so hard that we're going to be backed up against the wall to the extent that even a pussified wimp like uh, Biden is going to say, call up Mr. Blinken or whatever the guy's name is, who's in charge of the Department of Defense, and say, push the button. And, and that's going to be a really, really, really bad day. You see, I, I, first of all, well said, and thank you for that, Lawson. Um, Gary, I, I, I um, did have to disagree with uh, Ben a little bit on this one because I don't see the day or Biden or Blinken or Miley or Smiley or uh, all these people that are running this woke military, this woke government, will get to that point. I don't believe they have it in them, Gary. I don't believe they, if, if I believe they loved America and loved the world, I would agree with Ben Stein. But their hatred for Americans and their hatred for, uh, you know, look at what they called the, um, the, uh, the the truckers, the honkers, right? They said HH stands for Heil Hitler. Yeah. They, uh, what? It, yeah. What? What? Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Judah Meyer Friedman. Where did you see that? I want to. I want to. It was on. It was on Breitbart. It was on Breitbart or Fox News, where um, and where Trudeau is is, uh, uh, you know, comparing them to neo Nazis. The, the, these people wow, have zero. Just... I don't think, Gary, people realize who these people are, the education they've been raised with. I don't or think- Or lack of it. The, the lack of, no, no, no. The education, it's obviously it's lacking, <laughs> but it's, it's it, it, you know, it reminds me, I come from an Orthodox Jewish family, Gary, and so I know certain rules of why we do things. A lot of people go to the Kabbalah Institute and they're taught these aspects of Judaism to make it appealing to them that, or, or to other people. Like, this is why you wear white on a Friday night to allow the sunlight of the spirit. And nowhere does it say that. Okay, it, it, But my point being is we have people in our government 
who are so anti-American, Gary, so destructive, that to Ben's point, I don't think they care, Gary. Well, we've already sent troops. We've already sent uh, about 3,000 troops to Poland, and they're talking about 30 to 50K if this ramps up. These wait, 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 wait. It wouldn't wait, be a big deal. This came out today. They're already wait, talking about wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. 30 to 50K, that's not uh, even close to nuclear war, but it's enough. It's enough. But, it's enough. But Mussolini said to his generals before he got involved in getting his ass kicked by the British West British Army in uh, in Egypt, he said, I want a thousand Italian dead in order to be able to sit at the conference table after the war. Well, maybe that's maybe that's what some of the people in this game are saying. We want some of our own dead. Uh, I, uh, uh, the point is, the Fuhrer said something very, very smart. I mean, he was a, the, the worst person in the world, but he said something very smart. He said, getting into a war is like opening a door into a dark room. You just don't know what's inside that room. When you get into a war, you just don't know what's inside that room. Yep. I don't think we should get into the war. I, as far as I I'm agree. concerned, the girls in the, in, the, in, ma in the magazines and books, incredibly good-looking Ukrainian girls, incredibly good-looking, not as good-looking as my wife, who's a saint, goddess, truly, truly a goddess, but very good-looking. They're not worth having a nuclear or conventional war over. Well, but we, I, I don't think that. But let's let's start arming fast, really fast. Which is not going to happen. Fast. Let's we well, I'm. It's going to happen that I'm going to say it should happen, yeah. and if uh, many other people say it, it might happen, it should happen. Maybe a little steadily start happening, but let's realize we're dealing with a person who's a nutcase namely Mr. Putin, and the fact that we cannot say that there's a clear reason for him to do what he's doing is proof that he's a nutcase. If he's willing to start a war for goals that are not clearly delineated or obvious, shows he's not well. Gary, then Well, Well, here's the thing. It's history. Russia evolved from Kiev. That's where it came from. That's where Russians came from, right? So it's a history bit, and this is what these old Russians like. They're they're very they like old history, like the old KGB. That's where Putin came from. The upside for us is that I don't think Biden wants to start a nuclear war and his buddies because it's not as profitable as dragging this out for twenty years. They want to get the military industrial complex fully ramped up. They want to enrich themselves during the time. They don't give a give a shit how many American soldiers get killed. They've proven that. And here's the part that scares me, though. This wouldn't be as big of a deal if we weren't being run by a ship of fools. That's the problem. That's exactly sending, right. They're sending soldiers first before armaments. Let's, and let's again go back to what's our goal. We, we're trying in vain to figure out what Mr. Putin's goal is. We've decided to fulfill some psychological need that we can't quite define, but no doubt a very, very capable psychiatrist could figure out, at least give it a good stab. But what do we want? If we have our wits about us, we want peace. We don't want to defeat Russia. We don't want to fight a war with Russia. We want peace. Peace is an incredibly beautiful thing. The Lord God, Jesus Christ said, above every other commodity, every other quality in the world, peace is the number one. I would like us to have that be our same, our same goal. If Mr. Putin says that is absolutely the opposite of my goal, then we know we're going to have to go to war. So, but uh, but for the meantime, let's have us let's have us know what our goal is. Rob, this is very akin to um, oh, the world stage of this Special Olympics, right? So you have this uh, psychotic killer the running the Special Olympics. Is not the one where the kids are crippled or well it's it's they're they're disabled in some way or another and obviously putin's extremely disabled mentally i being, wouldn't say that at all not I, well at what all. would you what would you call a sociopath i would not say he's to say he's terribly terribly smart i just don't understand what he's doing but he's obviously terribly smart okay but rob you have him versus dementia joe and but, we have but, you ignore something about Biden. The fried chicken? 
Yes. I, other than the fried chicken, Rob, and this is, I, I don't think they have goals. I don't think this government, our government, our regime that is running our country right now has a set of goals. And I'm going to get into that after what their set of goals is, but they don't have a set. They have no, they, there is, what we learned from Kabul is they have no plan or goals, Rob. Okay, so a couple things. One, let me say, I love the longer-haired version of Ben Stein that is presented <laughs> with us tonight. I, I agree looking- 100%. I am nice. honored, and thank you very much. Uh, two, I have watched, as someone whose knowledge of Russia does include a multi-part history of the czars special on the History Channel, I do know <laughs> that it, it, it could be worse. We could be dealing with Ivan the Terrible or Peter the Great. And he is not Ivan the Terrible or Peter uh, Peter the Great. And I am with Ben on this, that I don't understand what the actual end game is here for him. Because once you take over the country, it's like Kim Jong-un with the nuke. Yeah, you can test the nuke. Yeah, you can act like you're going to fire the nuke. He never actually fires the nuke at anybody. What's the end game for Putin on going into the Ukraine? And, and what's the end game for us in sobbing him? Why don't we make it our national goal to be so strong that no country is going to mess with us in terms of starting a war? Dwight Eisenhower, a really great man, had printed on the stamps of the United States the simple legend, pray for peace. And when the Strategic Air Command was created, their motto was, peace is our profession. Let's have that be our motto as well. And let's set, then, then, then where do we go after that? We want peace and we want freedom. But we're not going to go to war to keep the Ukrainians free, but we will go to war to keep us and our allies free. And, and well said. And what terrifies me, Rob, is that we all, none of, we, none of us believe that Biden is cognitive right now and running any of this stuff. And the whoever's whoever's pull, I, he's you know what is what are those uh, the mannequins whatever the the strings this what's that thing called um, a, a ventriloquist ventriloquist dummy right he's the dummy and you got half of this regime going you know saying certain <laughs> You're things on one side and, and the other side of the dummy you have them the the neocons or the neoliberal cons saying let's get into war let's send three thousand let's send six thousand let's send and he's got it's like this every day and for the people that are listening on the podcast i'm moving my hands i don't know why i'm moving them like this but that's what either. he's but that's because it's a, a ventriloquist, right? He's got to pull the strings. And that's what's going on. And that's why we have so many mixed messages, Rob, is one day the ventriloquist dummy uh, is, 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 is preaching one thing and the other day the other ventriloquist dummy. Well, so, and, and uh, you know, I asked Gary about this in the interview that we did the layer tomorrow on 93.1 WIBC, BAM, the future of conservative thank you, talk thank you, radio. Larry but go on. Uh, uh, I, I asked, I asked uh, Gary. I said, if I didn't know this was going on, I said, like, like, let's pretend I wasn't glued to the news, which is my job. If I wasn't being infested with this twenty four seven, because they got to get off inflation and everything else, would my life be impacted by this? And Gary maintains it is going to be impacted by this. And I think this is when you start getting people's attention and they really start honing in is when they start being impacted. And to that point, what if we just did nothing? What if we didn't sanction them? What if we just did nothing? Would our lives actually be impacted by this? That's a Ben Stein question. That is a very good question. And let's, let's ask ourselves, what if we just let the Mr. Putin has said uh, we uh, we want uh, Ukraine to be to be denuclear uh, sorry demilitarized? What if we said okay, it's demilitarized, but but all the really cute girls have to move to Beverly Hills. That's it. That's the deal. Now we and then, live in modest homes owned by Ben Stein. Modest homes owned by Ben Stein. Question. How would our lives be changed? And how would Putin's life be changed? No, seriously, we don't want Putin to be demanding where NATO can be, where our bases can be. We want we want peace. And if we if we we can, the problem is Mr. Putin is obviously I would not call him mentally disabled, but he is 
has no sense of limits. The same was true of Adolf Hitler. He had no sense of limits. He said, our enemies are little worms. We can do whatever we want with them. They're never going to do anything bad back to us. A few years later, all of Berlin was in rubble and ruins and there were dead bodies everywhere. And uh, what, why? Because Hitler could not see a sense of limits. He had all of Western and Central Europe. Why couldn't he see a sense of limits? Mr. Putin has all of one of the most resource-rich countries in the world. Russia, the largest landmass in the world. Why can't he stop with that? He's not fucking right in the head. I just said so that, and you're can't. You're, I, no, I know you said he was disabled. No, man. Oh, sorry, he's mental. Not he's not stupid. He's just unable to distinguish what is sensible and right from what is not. Let's let's just make sure we know we can stop him. Now, I, in the car on the way down, my unbelievably gorgeous car. Uh, I, I won't say what it is. I don't want people to lose their minds with jealousy. But oh, tell I, us. No, no. no the, my car on the way down. We just decided if America were strong enough, Mr. Putin, crazily ambitious though he is, would not go to war with us. Let's build up our military like crazy. We can afford it. The Russians can't. Let's do it. And the if you're easiest just way in, though. Are, sorry. Sorry. Go. Let, can I say this real quick? I want yeah. to give an analogy. And this is what I learned being an investigator and being around psychopaths and sociopaths a lot. Psychopaths love to punch in the face. They love to inflict pain first. What they don't like is being punched in the face. The way you intimidate and you keep a sociopath, psychopath in check is you threaten to punch them in the face before they can punch you. That's how you keep them in check. And you have that person. And as we discussed the other night, you know, idiot uh, John Bolton was on MSNBC oh, today, and he uh, a tr- just a traitor, a traitorous person a um, came on and said, uh, you know, Putin was counting on Trump to win a second term because this was in his plans. Well, they're blaming on Trump. And they were all dead today. It was, sorry? They were blaming on Trump today. They were blaming all, it all on Trump. And, and, and I'm like, yeah, the, the, again, this wouldn't have happened under Trump because, as you just said, you don't know how Trump would react to something. And that's always the person that every government should have. I brought this up the other night. As much as people despise Cheney or Rumsfeld, those, those <laughs> as Dennis Miller one time jokingly said when asked about the, would he ever use the nuke, uh, you know, Cheney paused for a second and said, Never you know, that. that's a good question. No, no. And, and and every administration needs that person that when they pause, you actually believe that they might act on it. And if you just tuned in, yes. Well, that and that's what Richard Milhouse Nixon was. Those of us who remember as far back as 1973, the Yom Kippur War, the Russians, the Bolsheviks were threatening. Israel had completely whipped the Egyptian army even though the Egyptian army was wildly well supplied by Russia, even though Mrs. Mayer had made every mistake a prime minister every. can make, every mistake, really a bonehead dope. But, but Israel was just about to seal off, take over Cairo. And the Russians said, if you go any further, we are going to drop paratroops, the elite Russian paratroops and stop the Israeli army. And while Israel was figuring out what to say, Mr. Nixon, without saying any warnings, went to DEFCON 2, which means the next step is nuclear war. The Russians know what's going on. They knew it. They stopped in their tracks. No more paratroop talk. We're going immediately to talks. And uh, peace broke out immediately. We need, they, they thought Nixon was crazy enough to do it. And maybe he was. Yeah, Rob. Uh, well, as someone who is mostly here uh, because I'm a fan of Ben Stein, I'm very disappointed we will not learn tonight what sort of car Ben is driving. <laughs> All right, I'm going to tell you. You know how many I'm times we've invited you out you. here, Rob? I'm going to tell you it's an Audi SI8. And, lo- and let me tell you something. If when you're driving this car, you know that the 
you know, speed so fast. You're, you could be driving this car at 120 miles an hour. I'm not kidding. Like and it feels like you're going 40. Like there are times when I'm going 71 driving and I almost want to apologize or say to Ben, no, we're above the speed limit. I know it feels like we're going two miles an hour and it has a massager in the chair as you're driving. Oh it is, my. it is, it is a, it is, yes, it is. Thank God. We don't want anybody to give us the evil eye, and that means that in Hebrew. So, uh, and on that note, finally, benstein.substack.com. If you're just tuning in, subscribe to our email list. Brady, I'm reading your comments. John, Mike, uh, I hope Florida's treating you well, and all the rumblers and the ranters. And we're joined from 93.1 WIBC, Rob Kendall from from wegrowhairindy.com their poster child and of course look at that the, no baldness zero from the rush None. army gary superman rush collins and uh, from the simplelifenow.com ben somebody brought up a, a, an interesting point it was brady but it was something i was thinking about that I, I i like when people people tell you exactly who they are whether you listen to them is your choice but and, and I'm using this as an example of Trudeau and 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 his tyrannical the way he's gone all all uh, total you know totalitarianism. When you say this is just I say this when is when Iran threatens to kill the infidels and to kill the Jews and to kill the Israelis and to kill Americans, take them at their word. So when Trudeau says his admiration for Castro, Ben, take him at his word. And when they eventually, when he acts like Castro, don't be surprised for the guy that loved Castro and just two weeks ago was was praising Xi Jinping. Don't take them for their words. Yeah, well, well, Trudeau is another one who's not really right. And it's an interesting thing. I have an incredibly smart friend named Ona Murdoch Hamilton. She's been my friend since 1971 when she was dating my very, 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 very close friend, Arthur Best. And uh, 1970, actually. And uh, she says something amazingly smart. She said, a very large percent of the work in this world is done by people who are mentally ill. And I'm afraid that uh, applies to the head of our very, very beautiful and charming neighbor to the north. Yeah, so, 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 so Rob, when, when, when somebody is an admirer of certain things, you, you, just to give an example, Wait, 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 wait. Can I say something real quick before yeah, you finish no, your you thought? Yeah, say something real slow. Uh, I don't, I admire my father very much too, so we should not insult this guy I, for loving his dad. Let's I be agree. very careful. That's a very uh, good point. That's a very good point. Thank you very much. That is, and I want to raise this point because uh, I don't want to raise the explicit point of it because it, it truly happened to a friend of mine and he got heavily into, he started getting into something uh and that thing wasn't enough and then he what had to thing? start he took kept on taking it a step further and a step further because it just wasn't enough until he took it one step too far and got arrested mm. and 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 when you look at a person like Trudeau and when these people look up to the, these people like uh Castro in the beginning, it's a fantasy. It's like watching something. It's a fantasy. And then that's not enough. You get into to power, you start acting a little bit. And then all of a sudden, you are able to... I don't want to use any bad words. My mother will be listening to this show. You will be able to explode with uh, joy over becoming your hero, who is Castro. Well, so this is... And let me be clear, I'm not comparing any American politician to Fidel Castro in terms of horrificness. But this is something we talked about here in this country where these people line up, they go to these Lincoln Day dinners, they go to these events, and they pay all this money to meet these politicians and shake their hand and get a photo with them. You, When you do that, you enable the narcissistic behavior of these people because what else are they supposed to do? All they're ever told is how great and how important they are. We've got to stop doing that. Well put, well put indeed, well put indeed. Okay, it let's, was what I said. No, it was what I said to Ben. Because let's sorry, ben. let's look at let's look look at the situation we have right now. It's it is now 
222-2022. A lot of twos in that number. What does it mean? What can we do today? Well, Mr. Uh, Biden is confused, with that mildly. Let's talk as much as we can, as loudly as we can, about the need for us to be as well-armed as humanly possible. Two, let us pray for peace and let us make it known to the world that our goal here is not a, Euro, a Central Europe dominated by the United States. Our goal is peace, 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 peace. That is our goal. Next, we can get try to educate Americans, starting with just us four, us, us miserable for nothings, saying how great freedom and peace are, and begging Americans to step back and think, how would they like it if their country were suddenly occupied by Russian forces who apparently, uh, we're told, maybe it's not true, ha have a kill list of prominent, uh, or maybe not that prominent, uh, people in Ukraine who are going to get killed. Let's start thinking about that. Let's start thinking about how different really is Mr. Putin from Adolf Hitler. Hitler had the same plans, unite everybody who's of German heritage into one gigantic Reich. I think that's exactly what, what Mr. Putin is trying to unite all Russian-speaking people in Central and Eastern Europe into a, a giant Russian-speaking, uh, what shall I call it? I don't know. But let's be, for, for God's sake, Americans, please, Americans, please, 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 think, 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 think what's going on here. We have got to save peace. We've got to do it. It's got to be done. It has to be done. And, and Gary, to his point, and I said this the other night, I completely agree with Ben on this. We, we, we need to be screaming, uh, you know, long live the peacemakers and all, and all that stuff. The major problem we have is peace doesn't make money. Oh, that's, no, that's what I mean. It, Remember uh, the episode where I talked about that not too long ago? You've talked about that many. You've talked about that many times, Gary. Yeah. And there's a lot. And there's a lot to that. But you know what? Uh, there is enough goodwill out there, I think, in America that even things that don't make money can be liked, advocated, and admired. I, 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 Rob, I was, I was talking. We had this conversation over dinner, and I don't know how much goodwill is out there right now. I um. We were talking about the pronouns <laughs> that people don't prefer to call don't themselves. And and it, it, this is what people are, 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 are living. This is why Ricky Gervais, when he hosts the Oscars or the Golden Globes, goes over so well, is because he's one of the rare few out loud voices that calls people out. And as women and, and children are about to be killed in Russia and in the Ukraine, as Ukraine. innocent civilians will go missing and nobody will ever hear from them again, yes. ever. People in our yes. country yes. are arguing. We don't want to happen. We do not what, want that to happen. Over what pronoun they should be called. We call we've, got to, we've got to educate people on the value of human life. <clears throat> oh, God. Two, two, two things. One, did you guys have the reasonably priced veal at your uh, dinner? Uh, <laughs> don't talk so much about money that's all you jews ever think about <laughs> and two um so gorka sebastian gorko i think it was on newsmax the other day we played this clip and he was talking about this pathetic still photo of biden and millie and these guys are around the table in the war room and they've all got masks on and their name plates are turned around so that everybody can see whose name it is in the photo and he's saying this is so pathetic and it looks so weak and the message you're sending to these ruthless russian killers is we're more concerned about whether we're wearing a mask and if people can see our nameplate so it'll look like we're working the message is terrible well we have weak not very smart people running the country but look at all the brave brave men and women who are in our armed forces and in our police we have got to stand up for them. We've got to tell them we're behind them 100%. Look, the people who marched down from the White House backyard to the Capitol on January 6th made a serious mistake. Shouldn't have done it. Bad idea. 
But if they, what if they had marched down Pennsylvania Avenue, a walk I've taken many a time, and knelt and prayed instead of walking in the doors, which the Capitol Police were holding, holding up for them, what if they had knelt and prayed? What a different story would be coming out right now. Or maybe there would be no story at all. But, but, let's, but let's think of an America at prayer. Let's think of what Dwight Eisenhower thought about an America at prayer. Uh, you know, uh, uh, listen, we, we, nobody's going to disagree with you that we should be the peacemakers. But Gary, to, to Ben's point, because he brought up Golda Meir, and uh, she had a lot of flaws, and, and, she made, and she made quite a few mistakes. But the one thing that was so profound, and this is what separates us from them, and, I don't, and, and to getting back to the psychology, when Golda Meir, after the Munich Games, sent out a hit squad for you know to kill black september and everybody that killed the israeli athletes the thing she said was she hated having to turn her her children into murderers in russia and in these countries that's their goal is to turn their children into murderers that's that's, brilliant that's brilliant that's brilliant it's and brilliant. that's the thing we don't understand. It's like we're never going to get in. You know, it's the same thing Golda Meir said. There'll be peace in Israel when the Arabs learn to love their children as much as they hate the Jews. And this this psychology of willing and allowing your children to die for nothing is something we can't grasp. We can't understand. Thank God. And this is this is where we're at, Gary. Well, we've got a segment of this country right now that is so out of tune of reality. The only rate, way they would find it if it was next to the neon green hair coloring, in, in, <laughs> you know, that's and that's very funny. That's really funny, but it's true. It's true, and, and that's the problem. They eat the quickest solution, which they will not do, is to open up the pipelines. Start. Yeah, I was going to bring. And that's all. Fracking, that is the quickest the solution tomorrow morning. Yep. Start the fracking oh. tomorrow morning and tell the tell the people who are opposed to fracking. That's where, by the way, just so you know, that's where I was going with the string thing before, because during Biden's chat today or whatever the heck he was speaking about, and he said Americans are going to have to suffer these consequences yeah. of, you know, of inflation and of fuel. We, there's no need. Just start no, fracking. No, yeah. Just we we don't need to be be, be anybody's you know uh, bitch. Bitch. Thank you for saying the word and not me. My, my mom, Ema. He said it first. But uh, Gary, that's the, the biggest thing. Oh, that's all we need to do. Drill. Just drill. And that's what I mean. It's already open. You don't need to drill any further. It's already open. The it's solutions open. are not that complicated. They really aren't. But when you've got bozos at the helm, it is very complicated. And, my wifey's family has lots of these fracking pipelines. Just open it up and let the oil flow. And don't well, it's, ask it's any like questions, off, Rob, off how many? Yeah. What? what? Don't ask how many his wifey's has. Um, <laughs> is, it, Wait, what does what does wifey drive? No kidding. No, no. Wifey he has, doesn't they, drive. Hey, by, they, by the they, way, when there was uh, some press conference today and it was Putin and he was sitting at this long white table, it looked like something out of like Star Wars or something. And there was some other guy on the end of it. And we were sitting there during a commercial break and we pondered, given who I am and the way I speak about politicians, how long I would last in Russia. <laughs> how long? <laughs> that, 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 that's the question of the night. And uh, please it, give us to Tiffany. And it, as we're running out of time, uh, you're tuning, you're listening to the world according to Ben Stein, and I am reading your rants. I can't say all of your names, since some of them are inappropriate. But uh, <laughs> we thank you all for listening. We thank you all for following. Uh, it means it really does mean the world to us, and the downloads and the the podcast numbers have been great for Gary for for us and we thank you and for obviously Rob Kendall the number one conservative talk show in all of Indiana Rob and guests and friends Gary will be on tomorrow so will Judah and I'm going to have to outdo Gary so there you are I uh but uh, the last thing I want to get to Ben is uh we have 38,000 truckers supposedly 
uh, heading out to uh, Washington, D.C. <laughs> and they are going to leave one lane open, which is, I think, is very, is extremely nice for, for emergency, for fire vehicles. Something very different than Black Lives Matter would never do. It, or, or, those, or the Chaz people in Portland would never, would never leave open fire lanes. And you're going to have 38,000 people in this country, and we got to figure out a way to financially support them, and we have to figure out a way to emotionally support them, and we have to figure out people like Larry Klayman, who, yes, I will be talking to Larry Klayman, who need to defend these 38,000 Freedom Convoy truckers. We need to support freedom. What is our goal? Peace and freedom. That's what the African-American people used to say in New Haven. When we would say to them, when we dopey uh, kids at Yale would say, what is your goal, Huey? They would say, peace and freedom. And that's our goal for America, peace and freedom. And the Russians' goal is dictatorship and lack of freedom and war. Let's make it clear which side we're on. You're completely right. And I think Rockbrust's actually going to head to D.C. for that with his. Uh, I think everybody I, I got to be honest. With I that. have a home in Washington, yeah. D.C. When is the event? I should go it's, there. It's, I, I'm going to go with you. And I think I think we should you go and have my house, though, because uh, I'm afraid I do not keep kosher. Um, it's <laughs> bunk beds. And 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 Rob, I just think it's it. This is there comes a time in this country. I. I if this it materializes, and I pray to God, CPAC doesn't get involved, and all these uh, other organizations, Republican organizations that just raise money and take the money, I hope. I, I really hope every American. You you know how like everybody went to try. A lot of people, million thousands of people, went to Trump's speech. I hope millions of people go to this go to this trucker thing and stand with the truckers. Arrest us all. Well, and, here, and pray. Well, and then kneel and pray. You know, I'm a betting kneel. man. Stand, but yeah. So let's let's take a bet on which one of Ben's establishment friends is the first to denounce the truckers. Are we going with Lindsey Graham? Uh, I, 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 Lindsey would not do it. Mitch might do it. The worst dirt in the Capitol, Mr. Romney would probably do it. And and and, and Murkowski, and uh, about about fifteen other. Uh, again, you'd have Rhino. them, Gary, on the Sunday shows going. They don't represent the party. Uh, eventually, they'll come back to the party because who doesn't want to be in a party with Mitch McConnell? I mean, party, party. Can you imagine a dinner party? I'm serious. Can you imagine being Gary at a party at a table and McConnell, Murkowski, and Romney are sitting at that table? I mean, it, 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 the GOP, what a hell of a party you guys got going on over there. And, and, and to Ben, and Rob, Rob actually really brings up a good point. This this will show the true colors of who's with us and who's against us. If those thirty eight thousand truckers get there and people actually go, I got to be honest. I I, I want I, I haven't seen my folks in a while. It's a good way to get to see my parents by going to Washington first. I think it's it, it would be a pretty darn good thing for everybody to get to that trucker thing if that actually does happen. Why shouldn't it happen? It's not very hard to get from anywhere in the country to Washington, D.C. No, because, no, it's not that it shouldn't happen, Ben, because Biden, Gary, gave the explicit orders to Canada of how to treat these people. And people are scared. Look at what happened with January 6th. Nothing. Look at, I mean, the the day, as Jason Whitlock said, uh, Ashley Babbitt was assassinated. People have essentially been sitting in gulags. And we have to be willing to give up our freedom sometimes for what we believe in and, and, and prayer. Like, look at Natalie Sharansky, who sat in a Russian prison for how many years, Ben Stein? For freedom. For, for free- decades. For decades. decades for absolute, for freedom. And he used to play chess in his cell and by himself. Against and then, himself. Against, yeah, against, him, against no. himself. And Gary, we're coming to that point where we're going to really have to give up certain freedoms in order to actually get freedom. Yeah, I'm very curious to see. I got the invite. I'm on a list, and I got the route and when they're leaving and where they're leaving and going from it. When exactly, are they leaving? When are they leaving? They're leaving, I believe, Monday from Adelano. Um, where? Adelano, California. You don't know where that is? Oh, I think it's in the high desert. Yeah, it is. It's by where I grew up. Um, 
And so they're leaving from there. They're cutting through not too far from me, about 350 miles north of me on the 10. And I was going to go, but it's a little far and I got dogs and I'm like, oh boy, logistically, it might be a little bit of a nightmare. But I think I, I saw how it was organized. Gary, you served your country. Okay. You, it, you never have to. Well, it's, I want to go, but it's very well organized from what I'm seeing. Very well organized. They really have their act together. They have a lot of volunteers. I hope it goes off really well. No matter what they do, they will be called nothing but, but uh, you know, sheet wearing racists, no matter yeah. what happens, whether they're black, Asian, what it doesn't matter. And that's, I'm just curious to see what the reaction is from some of the rhinos. I really am. I want to see, you will see the Republican party for what it really is by this, this trucker movement, because like I said, it's not some hodgepodge half baked deal. It is highly organized from what I can see. And there is no talk of violence and firearms, none of that. It is pure peaceful. Let's go make, get the message across. Let's not block traffic. Let's do the right thing. No, let's no. They're okay with yeah. blocking traffic. They're not okay with yeah. blocking traffic for paramedics and the yeah, there's police. There's none and, of that. And, and the that. police department. They do. They're not. It, let's not. Let's be clear. They do want to block. They said so. Be it. If people have to miss work, but as far as fire, the fire department or the police department to get to the scenes, they they have in no oh, way well, will the under, beltway. Yeah, it, when they get to the beltway. Yeah, they, they will no way. They will no way block that. And Ben, as we're winding up as the circle of life, Simba. Um, I, I really, you know, as we're asking, should we care, you know, get involved in this Russia thing? I don't know. We don't know. I know one thing. We should get involved with the Freedom Convoy truckers. That affects us directly. I know, but I think uh, a strong America, America whose defense is second to none, affects us I all. agree, but my point is the Freedom Truckers, the Freedom Convoy represents part of that goal and part of that dream is getting America back on track militarily, freedom-wise, constitution-wise. That, that's, what, that's what these 38,000 truckers are representing. They're encompassing everything that you've been speaking about. And they're encompassing peace and freedom. And that's an extremely important thing. And, and as Gary said, we know how they're going to be labeled. And we have to be there to defend that labeling. They're not racist. They're not anti-Semites. They're not, they're, their trucks aren't cloaked in white sheets. <laughs> and uh, final thought, Rob, yes. Uh, I can think of nothing better than Ben Stein at the front of the brigade in the passenger seat helping lead the Freedom Convoy. That would be awesome. And the perfect guy that has the truck because he has a bathroom behind it is Rock Breath. And... Uh, Rock Breath, if you're game for that, I think we might be game for that too. Rock Breath's got a beautiful uh, Winnebago with a beautiful truck, beautiful dogs inside, and that would be awesome. And he just said, sure thing. So how cool would that be? Starting at the Watergate, Ben Stein leads the Winnebago truckers. Oh man, that would be awesome. And uh, that would be incredible because Ben Stein, what people what you don't realize sometimes is, you're an icon and you're an iconoclast and this country owes you. I mean, you've done I, a great service. I was about to say you've done a great service for our country in many different ways. And uh, and then when we get to Washington, D.C., they should be playing win Ben Stein's money on a giant jumbotron <laughs> or the clear eyes commercial. And uh, that would be the perfect thing would be the clear eyes because so many people don't have clear eyes. And yes, Ben. Well, they'll be shooting tear gas at us, so we're gonna need clear eyes. Well, with Gary's, Gary's, we. Oh, you know what? The your former, our, our, the guest from last week, um, who owns the the what was his name, Russell Russ Stewart, in his office. I'm almost positive they have those types of masks, so we mask up and we go. But on that note, I just wanted from the bottom of my heart to say to everybody. Thank you very much uh, for listening. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for the rants and the rumbles. And we encourage the rumbles and the rants. It makes the show much more interesting. It gives us ideas during the show. And Brady and John and uh, after the news, you guys are great tonight. 
I want to tell everybody we will not be here Thursday night. Ben is going to be in South Carolina. So God willing, maybe Friday night, Ben will be free at seven. We will see his schedule, but we will email benstein.substack.com to let you know when the next show will be. And I want to thank Rob from WeGrowHairIndy.com, who also happens to host the number one radio show in all of Indiana, Mr. Yay, Emotional. Yay, Mr. Yay. Emotional himself. Look at this from crown. Man. Look at oh. how good this crown has Praise come in. Praise God. Yeah, Mr. He, Mr. Emotional, Bobby Kendall. Thank you. You Bam. have to go in for tune-ups. Touch-ups. <laughs> And I know I'd love to see the tune up on your hair. And of course, from the simplelifenow.com, Gary, the rush man Collins. Thank you as always, Gary. And we'll see you for sure on Saturday night, but we will see you hopefully on Friday night. Ben Stein, please take us out. As I look around the world uh, and see the fires of hell burning fanned and fed by certain unwell men i step back and i kneel and i say god bless america land that i love stand beside her and guide her through the night with a light from above from the mountains to the prairies, to the oceans, white with foam. God bless America, my home, sweet home. God bless America, my home, sweet home. Beautifully sung. And just for everybody, the record, Rob took off his hat not out of respect for the song, but so he could show us his hair. God bless you all. God, God I bless. I think it was out of respect for America. Of course. No God problem. bless Ben Stein. God bless you all. God bless America. Have a great night. God willing, we will see you Friday night. Have a great night, everybody. Good night, everybody. And God bless America. <laughs>